Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. You're listening to the Unjust Around Podcast presented by Macy's. I'm L'Oreal. And it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. What's good? <laughs> Claudia's sleeping, but it's okay. We're going <laughs> to... You okay, Claudia? <laughs> I've been flying. Okay, you've been flying. Um, I've been working. We've both been working. So we're going to unjust a bunch of topics this weekend. I mean, this week. See, look, I'm already ready for the weekend. <laughs> you said I'm sleep. You over here messing up days, Aloria. No, no, no. I'm trying to just push the week forward and keep on pushing. You know what I mean? So we're going to talk about some things this week, like the worst thing. Is it cheating or is it the public embarrassment? Like, which one is worse in a situation? Because Zion Williamson, he's an NBA player, and he is literally all over the news, all over social media, after his current girlfriend posted their gender reveal pictures, right? Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. He's in a relationship. They're having a baby. That's great news. Until all the other girlfriends started coming out the woodwork. Okay, like... No, he just was with me the other day eating my hoo-ha. Boop. Like, it was a lot. Yeah. Did you they see that? They were giving the details. I was like, oh, my God. But I'm not going to lie. When she showed that deposit of $20,000 that he, oh, we're, we're going to talk about it. I was like, damn, they give it out $20,000 nowadays. What am I going to work it's for? Like, it's not fair. I know. These new thoughts. <laughs> just kidding. Mm. I know. I know. They're, they're definitely racking up. But we'll talk all about that. Also, who are you to say? If somebody is black enough or if they're acting white, this has been a discussion that we've been going in on. I know you've seen it, Claudia. We about to get some backlash on this one with both of us talking on this topic because it's never the right answer. Then then you're never going to satisfy both sides. Someone's always going to be mad and say you're too much of this, not enough of that. You can't sit with us. You can't. It's annoying. It's so annoying. And I wish it would stop. Is there even really a right answer? Is this opinion based? What do you think? We'll talk about that in a second. But we also have hot topics, which if those two aren't hot enough, I don't know what we're going to get into. But it also (laughs) is going down in somebody's DMs, but just not ours this week. We'll get back to that next week, right? That's right. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we're going to make sure we talk about all of these things. So listen how you hear how we undress all this mess on the Undress Run podcast brought to you none other than who's that, Claudia? Macy's. I just put my order in for Macy's. I got furniture coming. I got some cookware coming. And what else did I get? Yeah, I got my nightstands because I always say I don't like to, like to argue with girls that don't have nightstands. So now I have two nightstands coming from oh, Macy's. Oh, so you I didn't have nightstands. Well, sometimes well, in just, a modern home, some people don't do nightstands. That's okay. Well, I just moved to a new place. So I'm remodeling. So I threw away some old stuff. So I'm, it's, I'm starting off fresh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It depends on what kind of aesthetic you're going for right it's okay not to have night tables and nightstands but if you want nightstands you could get them 
at Macy's. And you can also get other things that will help you with beauty and style. But, you know, Father's Day is here, June 18th. Get ahead of picking out that gift, that perfect gift for your dad and the dads in your life, not just your dad, you know, whether they love the beach, a great barbecue, indulging in self-care, or somehow trying to combine all of them above. It's easy to tell your gift to hunt for dad's taste with the Macy's Gift Finder. Check out these great ways to shop and more inspiration at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Now, if you already know dad's signature cologne, his uh, favorite workout gear or his most lusted after watch, shop by gift category or shopped by gift list. Unique gifts at Macy's are curated by list. So you could do like for the grill master or for the gamer dad or for the sports fanatic. Head on over to Macy's slash gift finder for you to make your Father's Day special and give him a memorable gift, right? Because nobody wants, like, just something you're going to throw in a drawer. You don't want to waste your money. You want him to be happy. And, you know, dads work hard, and they deserve good, too. I guess. <laughs> you I'm don't know anyone dad... that you call daddy? Not right now. Not currently calling anybody daddy. But um, I look forward to calling someone daddy this summer, but not my biological. <laughs> but I'm going to give my daddy, my father, what he got me for my birthday last year. Okay. And I'm guessing that's nothing. <laughs> well, you can't get nothing at Macy's because every time I go in there, I'm racking up. Okay, so uh, I'm going to get my daddy a gift. Oh, you're going to show off now. You think you're better than me because you got a real daddy? No, 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 no. My dad is dead. <laughs> oh, shoot. You mean your daddy? Your daddy. I meant my daddy. Exactly Ooh, what I said. Daddy. I'm like, this is not getting any better, this story. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> What's worse? Cheating or public embarrassment. So speaking of Father's Day, we got a father to beat us, Zion Williamson. Now he is in a big mess and it's everywhere. So apparently that gender reveal picture that his girlfriend posted up, her name is Akima. He got a lot of people upset with these pictures. Now one of them was an OnlyFans model. Her name is Mariah Mills. And now she's saying she has a romantic relationship with him and that basically she's his girlfriend, too. She says she's supposed to be moving to New Orleans. He was going to be paying her monthly. And she even said, you better pray I'm not pregnant because my period is definitely late. OK, ghetto Irish twins is what those would be if <laughs> in any case. Either way, there's another woman that came out. Her name is Yemi Taylor. And she's saying she's been with him, too. She's posting stuff up, pictures of him in the bed. Zion is 22 years old. He is a, like, known player. He has a lot of money, a five-year contract, $194 million, so $200 million, basically. Could you imagine at 22 years old, and he's already been in the league. So uh, at, in your 20s, you have $200 million. Of course you're going to behave like this. And he <laughs> but he don't know the game, though. Like, he, he going to learn because it's going to cost him some money right here, especially if he got more than one of those girls pregnant. It's not going to be cute for him. I feel like he's been keeping it good this whole time. He's been having them hold it down or whatever. It was when they found out that he had a real girlfriend because this girl is his real girlfriend. They supposedly mm -hmm. been together for quite some time. So now that she's 
being put to the forefront. You got the girls that he's been paying to stay quiet. Like, oh, now you get what I'm saying. Now he is being messy by sleeping with everybody raw. But let's get it. Let's be honest. These nasty dudes be doing that. I don't really hear of anybody using condoms that much anymore. As much as diseases are going on, people are just like whatever. They 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 taking that people chance. They donate the thing lying on the craps tables. Like bam, we're gonna see. We're gonna use get condoms, here. Claudia. Do do they? I never hear people talking about condoms anymore. I mean, my thing is, I don't understand why you would just trust the NBA player that is like running around crazy, especially knowing that he's not yours. Like. You're, I could see if these women at least lived with him for real. But like he you get what I'm saying? Like if there was an yeah. illusion of him at least being with them. But you live in this other state. You're not with him. You're, you get what I'm saying? Like, where do you you want him? He wants you to move. Where do you stay with him at if he has well, this girlfriend? Well, I have to assume I hate to just put this on everybody, but they probably want to get pregnant by him, though. So they'll they'll be willing to risk a little bacterial vaginosis, a little bit of STDs. To, what about to that. like that's um, come on, like that's a whole different. I feel like ever since prep came on the scene, people think, oh, I'll just take prep. And I'm like, that is the, one, one of the most ignorant things to say. So Who is um, the girl? I don't know. These are a bunch of girls that are on OnlyFans and stuff like that. So you're already doing things in the space of like showing your body to get money. So it, mm. there's nothing that they're doing that I'm not surprised for. If they're like exploiting their relationships or they're, you know what I mean? Being like, okay, well, I sleep with him too. So you better hope mm. I'm not pregnant. It's like that. You just, you it's do a, stuff to get money anyways. This is going downhill. No, <laughs> no it's, it's a hot ghetto mess. And people probably get mad at us for saying this. Oh, y'all old, oh, me. But I don't care. I, I'm so sick of this ratchet society where people are, bragging willfully bragging oh he's screwing me too and we don't use a condom and i might be pre- like and putting all the business on social media Girl, i would have been quiet up. feeling stupid like what happened yeah. to the days where i remember like <laughs> if i was like one time i was dating somebody and he did play basketball and like i like he didn't have no kids nothing as far as i knew so then one day i'm looking they're like congratulations like he said he had a baby and i'm like <laughs> Until I was dating this guy. So I was so quiet. I like he didn't even exist anymore. Like, because exactly. I felt stupid. I'm like, damn, man, I thought I was like me and this guy was like building. And like he has. Oh, so of course, I said something to him. And he was like, no, you said, do I have any kids? You didn't say if I had any on the way. <laughs> he tried it. And I was like, nah, yo. He was like, no, because I mean, I would have told you about this. Like, this is something. And I'm just like, this guy's a clown. Like, and that again, that's something I don't want to be associated with. But some of these women are dating, like you said, and dealing with these guys strictly because of money. Like, I wasn't dating him because of money. I knew him. You know what I mean? That we were friends for real. So it wasn't like I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to use this so that I could get. So I guess that's why the shame ain't there. You get what I'm saying for them? Because this is what the goal was. To me, I'm either going to kill his ass. <laughs> you're going to find out about me because I'm going to jail. Or I'm going to bow out gracefully because I felt crazy because I got lied to and I don't want to look stupid. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Everyone else is doing it right. So it's not like there's shame. So it's like more common now to run to the internet and like put these guys on blast. So the, the shame that we may have had, you had in your younger days and I had in my younger days where other people would be like, they would look down upon it. Their peers are not looking down upon it. They think the come up is you put them on blast. You're on the shade room for the day. Like they're, they have short term goals. Do you, you know, think they don't so? think about I the feel long like run. they look ridiculous too. And it's just like, all right, yeah, he's claiming her though. And that's where you still look crazy. Like you're doing no, all no. this, but he's claiming this girl. He threw the event. He's there. It doesn't matter if he sent you 20,000 to shut up. That's okay. That's giving prostitute. He is standing next to this girl holding her saying it's his girlfriend with the baby on yeah. the way. Like, even if you got pregnant, sis, maybe he th- would throw a couple dollars to you and be like, good day like you get what i'm saying like that he can yeah. do that because he has 200 million dollars like for you twenty thousand is a big deal for him Twenty thousand ain't nothing how many nothing. more twenty thousand does he have to do to get her away well okay but she's charging but relatively speaking twenty thousand dollars ain't crap to a guy that has 200 million dollars you're still playing but maybe yourself. every time he sees her he's getting she's getting that but still the fact that we're letting well women are letting so many men get away with just using their bodies for whatever like you've yeah. got to we got to get back to a point where we make sex be more meaningful it has to be more meaningful because the babies that are being born out of this are coming in on bad situations where there's like two three other girls pregnant like it's not cute, i mean y'all. they don't even care they don't even be caring about the kids they just ship them no. off to nana mima for them to raise but okay let's talk about the cheating aspect what do you feel like is worse is it the public embarrassment of it all or is it the fact that it's cheating in general like is if the person's cheating and it's like on the low and you don't find out you might hear something but you never you know you don't see anything nothing comes to you versus the public you get what i'm trying to say the shame could you stay in something I think they're both really, really bad. I think it's a little bit worse when you know you're a public figure. You know you're going to embarrass the hell out of your wife. There's a very popular, famous basketball player that my sources be telling me all kinds of stuff, like firsthand. But he don't I already know who you're talking about. We're not going to say, I already know right? who you're talking about. I know. Yeah. Hell, I wouldn't and, know they have a perfect, they, have a, they got a perfect image, but he don't embarrass her. No, I always thought about that. I mean, I, or do you think she's yeah. oblivious? There's also people no. like that. I think she knows, but as long as you don't public embarrass someone, you're able to kind of pick up the pieces and move it and handle it in house. You know, I think when I think it's extra level of disrespect, knowing you're going to hurt your wife publicly, your girlfriend, your long term girlfriend. They're both horrible. I mean, thinking of someone scheming and plotting behind your back and meet me here. Don't say nothing to her. I ain't really with her downplaying you. It's really messed up. But then on top of that, knowing you're going to publicly embarrass that person, I feel like you don't really care. Like you're, you're selfish and it's and it's actually really cruel. And I, I really be feeling for people like that. Have you ever been in a situation where and like I'm, I'm totally against cheating, getting cheated on? Obviously, I felt the same exact way. But like when I try to play devil's advocate sometimes because I think a lot, I'm an overthinker. 
Like anytime I think back to when I was like really a cheater, right? I never thought about the other person. <clears throat> so it wasn't never to embarrass them. It was never to hurt them. It was just because I just wanted to do it. So I was being selfish. If anything, I just thought it's like what a man would say. It's like I was being selfish and thought I would get away with it. I never thought that the person would find out and that it would hurt them. You thought that it was just innocent, kind of. And obviously, you know, mm. you're wrong, but you're like, like, this is just BS. Like, that's how I would feel. Like, I would really be like, oh, I'm just chilling. Like, it's not that serious. Like, I really love you. <laughs> that's why. And But in an immature mind, that's how I would feel. But then as I got older and it happened to me, you know, and I was really devastated. Then I saw that it was more so like it's feelings, it's emotion. You chose to do that. And you knew that it, you didn't consider the other person. And that's what's hurtful about it. It's not like mm -hmm. I almost said his name, the guy that we're talking yeah. about. I was about to say it ain't like so and so is just like and I'm not saying that I'm not defending him. And I don't know. Maybe this is not the case. But like when with certain people like that, I look at it like I don't think he looks at it like, oh, I'm going to hurt my wife and mess with this girl. But I just think he looks at it like I am who I am. All these girls and women are throwing themselves at me. I could get away with doing this here and there and, and go back to who I really love because I'm taking the best care of this person and our family. Like, I don't think that this person is doing it like, how can I hurt her? And I, it's, it's bad because it's so personal when you're the other person or when you're the person like... I don't think he's just out to publicly embarrass his girlfriend. Now I'm talking about Zion, right? He's young. He's 22. I think he really did think these girls was going to stay quiet as long as he was buying these Bentleys and sending them $20 wire transfer. 20, $20,000, sorry, $20. I, I hear what you're saying. I don't think that either one of the people we're talking about actively says, I'm going to go hurt my girlfriend. No, but it's at a, a public embarrass. You get what I'm but, saying? But you know how it feels. And these same men, let them find out their girls even talking to someone on a Snapchat chat. They would be so butthurt and couldn't even finish the day off without throwing up and having a hyperventilating. They'd be they, so they know how it feels. I can't give them a pass. Not, not a pass. I'm Do not they know how it feels? Listen. No, because it would never feel the same. You ever date a guy that's been cheated on one time in his life? This FBs for the rest of their life. They get cheated yeah, well, one and time in ninth grade. grade. They never even felt right. the pain for they real. They never get over it. So I they, think they I need to feel the pain. That's the problem. Do you get what I'm, I'm trying, trying to miss, say? They should miss me with they don't know because they do know they got cheated on. And, they gotta and, feel, you and gotta feel, no, Claudia, you have to feel the pain. I'm telling you, I was a cheater until I felt the pain. That's a fact. When I felt, and I'm yeah. not talking about the first grade pain. I'm talking about the pain when I couldn't get over that shit for two years, pain. Like, that's it. You can't get out of bed. You about to lose your job and your life. Like, that's a different pain. I get it. You know I've been in bed, couldn't get out of bed, all that depressed. Right. They got to feel that. I don't care. The only way you could not do that to somebody is if you went through it. I feel like these men, they go through it. They know how bad it hurts and they still do it. And they still willing to risk your feelings. I don't think we they never, are. we always, we always babying them and bringing them back to life. They never really go through it. They never really go through us. Another girl waiting at the end of the rainbow. Like they never really go through I, all the guys I know in my life versus the women that I know and what they've been through. Nothing compare. Nothing. 
They be thinking they hurt. You don't know hurt. You got to see that hurt up close to person. I bet you that happened in his eye. He's going to be the most faithful man. It's usually the guys that turn around be the ones like D-Wade, think about that, have the baby on somebody, ludicrous. They turn into a whole nother man when they finna do lose they? that woman. I think they do. Or they just get better at creeping around. A whole lot better to the point where they they calm down. You don't feel like they calm. These people was outside. D-Wade was outside. He ain't outside like he was outside. Well, now he's inside the nail shop, so he don't have time to cheat. <laughs> you, oh, here you go with the nail, but you ain't say nothing about Drake wearing nail polish. Yes, I did. I did not approve of that either. I am consistent, L'Oreal. You should know this by now. And well, well, who else we talking about today? Who else going to be mad at us? You. You. <laughs> All right. So who are you to say if somebody is black enough or acting white? So this came behind the whole Amber Rose and Jocelyn Hernandez situation, which is hilarious because Jocelyn is the Puerto Rican princess. So um, I cannot call her a princess. I'm calling her the Puerto Rican hood rat. I'll call her what she calls herself. It's just a nickname, child. I ain't give it to her. I got to call. You got to call people all kind of stuff that I ain't give them the damn name. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so this is on the reality show College Hill Celebrity Edition. I know y'all seen it. What I thought was crazy was that they hyped up this fight. And I don't think that we should be fighting on TV. But don't trick me into thinking there was actually something and then. When we go to look, we don't condone violence. Get the hell out of here. Y'all was promoting this fight for months. <laughs> you do condone violence. We don't condone violence. violence. We it's don't crazy. condone violence on a reality show is one of the most hilarious fake news statements ever because that's you setting people up to be mad. No, we don't and, condone all the way violence. Just acting like we about to show violence to get you in. And then be like, we don't get no violence, which is right. stupid. And Amber was the one that rolled up on 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 uh on Jocelyn. She's the one that took the first hit, and she was sick of it. And um, Jocelyn was definitely poking the bear and trying to get a reaction because that's what she does. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken buttery bun unmatched pickle to chicken ratio yeah they know what they're doing in fact we can honestly say they're not new to chicken they're true to chicken the mccrispy only at mcdonald's Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about Kaskali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you jocelyn is saying like the the reports out there are saying that she said she beat amber rose up yeah and that's why i didn't that. want to show it I heard both. I heard Amber one, then I heard Jocelyn one, but Jocelyn's a wild animal. Like, I was about I to know. say, if you saw Jocelyn fight the other day, I don't know. I didn't see the fight, but Jocelyn won. <laughs> like, that's not funny, but Jocelyn is fighting for her life or something out there. Cause she, I feel yeah. like on Love and Hip Hop, she wasn't even that bad. Cause I remember when she was going back and forth with Tommy and she kind of tapped out because she was like, she, it seemed like she ain't really want no problem with Tommy, but now she want no like, problem with Tommy. She didn't want no problem, but now it looked like she wasn't a problem with everybody. Um, yeah. Okay, this is over race. So Amber Rose, we know that she's mixed. Her father's white, her mother is black. But uh, this is what was said on the show. 
I consider you a black person like myself. A lot of people do that to me. Jocelyn, stop identifying me. Let me identify myself and then let you know what that is. When you say, like, the whiteies, and then you turn around and look at me. It's a joke. It was just there. I just seen you. I just turn around and look at that. Stop being so sensitive, because you and I are very cool. So for you to yeah, do that. Yeah, but it's not about being sensitive. Well, you are being sensitive. No, but if you're but not, you're, not, you're, not you're, not white, you're not white, though. You're black. You, mix up. you know what's your problem? Your problem is that you really want to be a white girl. Um, I'm just lost, because in the beginning of it, Jocelyn says, we both are black, and uh, or identify as black. And I'm like... But she constantly says Puerto Rican princess. So I, black and Puerto Rican are two different things. That's exactly why when people ask me, what are you? I say black and Puerto Rican because it's not the same thing. My right, father's right. Puerto Rican and my mother is black. So it's black and Puerto Rican. Like it's, it's, you can't, You're not identifying as black. So why are you calling out Amber Rose? Because she wants to have a moment on the show. That's all that was. She wants to have a moment. Like, what that is. She wants to have a moment. Like... Why are you so mad about what Amber Rose identifies as? Now, I will say this. Amber Rose has benefited from black being in black spaces. One thousand percent from the black culture. She's benefited her entire career as her fan base has been primarily the black community. So I could see how it would rub some people the wrong way. But someone that has a white uh, her father is white and her mom is Cape Verdean, West Coast of Africa. I understand her wanting to pay homage and not ignore one of her parents. Now, we didn't all, as mixed, I'm biracial as well, but I, I've always identified as black, right? Me too. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. But I guess I'm trying to be more open-minded as I get older. Like, maybe I should be okay with if she wants to, you know, because I, I just look at my mom sometimes when I talk on my, on my pro-black stuff. And I, I wonder how she feels because she said one time, you know, you're Italian too. And I, I think I make her feel a little alienated by, by going so hard on the black side. And it is something, right. it's a conversation we need to have. And I think Amber has been bold enough to say, I'm going to stand by that and, and, and claim both parents. She doesn't say, I don't like black community. I don't like my black side. She said, I'm both. And But she does, kinda, she does say, I don't consider myself a black woman. But you are a black woman. Yeah, she should. Uh, that. She definitely has to kind of maybe she should pull back a little bit on that because you you definitely, you know, unfortunately, in our, in our, unfortunately, in our country, the one drop rule applies. And, um, you know, it, it, it is offensive. It does feel offensive to us. Like, wait, hold up. You don't want to be one of us. But I get her conflict is what I'm saying. I get the conflict with dealing with her parents. Right. Mm -hmm. She got to go home to her parents and they look at her like, oh, so you don't claim half of you. You yeah, know, but I, I would, I if know. I was your mother, I would be offended. And the reason being is because my mother? I know that, yeah, if I was your mother, I would be offended by you coming and, and just uh, like being very just so pro-black and ignoring me. And the reason why is because your mother raised you, correct? Yeah, and my and father, father wasn't, wasn't that... very present, correct? No, not, not after so 10 years that's old. What so, yeah. would, that's what would offend me. The reason, and again, nobody can tell you how you feel. Because, again, I'm mixed as well. So this is me. The reason being that I used to not even acknowledge my Puerto Rican side is because my Puerto Rican side didn't acknowledge me. So at the end of the day, it would be like this. If I was born and didn't know who my father was, right, then I don't mm -hmm. know what I am on that side. But I know that my mother is black and that's my real mother and I came out of her and I'm raised in a black household. My sisters is black. My cousins is black. 
I don't, nobody bothered to teach me Spanish, nothing. So when I look at it, I'm just, to me, I'm just black because that's how I'm raised. And that's what I am because my mother is a black woman and I came out of her. So when I look at that, I just didn't know nothing about Spanish. Now, when my dad came around more, because he was around when I was a baby and then wasn't and then came back around, then it's like, all right, now you start to acknowledge a little more because I know what it is. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you are because I don't talk to you. You get what I'm trying to say? So what I am is what I see. And that's my mother. So if you are raised by your mother and you're giving all the credit to the side that's not even like helping, I, if I was your mother, would be like, what are you? That's why she's like, you know, you're Italian, too. Right. Because it wasn't for my Italian ass. <laughs> you wouldn't even eat. <laughs> it's a little more. It's a little more complicated than that. So my mother left her country and every single Italian person there and came to America to marry my father. Mm-hmm. So I was raised with my mother and father till I was ten. But the entire family I was around, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, my grandparents, I was always around the black side. So right. everybody in my life was black except and my she mom. She left. No, no, she left her country to be with my to father be with and raise my brother. Right. But did your so, family? So, I, so did your family embrace her? They did, for the most part. They did. Um, there was some little thing. A couple of my little aunts was trying to, you know, help my dad cheat and stuff like that. I did hear about that. What? But like, they, oh my god, I I got to write this book one day. It, yeah, like they and she was by herself in another country with this black family and her family, the family she married into in 1971. Now, just to put in things in the context. It was illegal to be for interracial marriages until 1968. So it was only right. been three years. So my mother was a pioneer, I feel like, to leave her country very, and, and to come to here. That's a testament of how much she loved my father. So right. I did grow up with a white mom and black father. And my entire family, cookouts, barbecues, graduations, was all my black cousins. So that's why I'm so pro. I identify so strongly with my black side with a white mother. You know what I mean? But your whole family embraced you. It was just your dad that wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. Yeah, he was definitely was unfaithful to my mom. And, you know, he he probably I got this immigrant woman. She don't know nobody over here. She got no friends. Yeah. You know, he got a, he was a drummer. He was a, a basketball player. He had a lot. Uh, he was he a really he's a really good musician. So he had fans like he they they was ugly, but he had a lot of fans. <laughs> OK, well, then that makes sense. Yeah. So for me, I just don't that side of my family is just non-existent. So I can understand why Jocelyn would be passionate to being like, yo, why are you not identifying your black side? Because I felt strongly about my black side. But then I'm just mm-hmm. like, that's you're being very hypocritical either way. So it doesn't matter. Let people identify. If you want to identify as a chair, so be it. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Bring Rachel Doziak or whatever her name is. If she wants to go fight for the NAACP, let her do it. Like, I don't. Why are we so invested in what other people want to do with themselves? That's what Amber Well, with Jocelyn, she wanted a moment. With Jocelyn, she wanted yeah. a moment very much. And I will say this about the Cape Verdean culture. I have a lot of friends from there, and their parents are very much a colorist. Uh, not all of them, but there is a huge presence of that in the Cape Verdean community where they, they definitely value lighter, whiter skin. So I'll, it's probably a little bit of a... I hear a, a lot of Cape Verdeans. Thing, where, a hey, I'm not black. And I'm like, yeah. you're on the West Coast of Africa. You're a mix between African, West Coast African, and Portuguese. And for you to downplay and to try to run away from your dark, your darker skin and to marry white to dilute, the further dilute the bloodline, 
is really messed up to me because I think there's a lot of beautiful brown skin, beautiful Cape Verdeans over there. And I, I have friends that their mothers are really pushing them, marry Italian, marry white, don't bring no black babies here. I'm like, wow, y'all, that's some self-hate right there. That's true. But then there's also people that don't like the word or or the term black as calling somebody black is a color, right? And it shouldn't mm-hmm. really even be referred to us as a race. Now I'm I'm proud black woman, yes, in the sense of culture, but they might look at it like I'm African. I'm not black. So some people have a problem with that as well. And I had a whole argument and why we don't get reparations and this, this, that, and the third, because we don't really have a race or a nationality. We say black. And if anything is like African-American, but then we don't even know that we're all from Africa. We don't know where we're from. You know, it's just, it's sad, but this is how it's going to be. I just don't think we should be fighting each other over it. And um, again, like you said, that was a moment that was looked for. Y'all were friends and y'all are too old to be fighting reality TV. I don't like the 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 mentality mentality of kicking people out of the black race that we deem not black enough. Well, you're biracial, so you're not black, so you don't count. You you go dismissing you. That's a very painful thing to do to black people that are biracial yeah. because you already a lot of times get that from your white side, and then to yeah. get it from your black side, you really feel like unwanted. Like, where am I supposed to go? I don't want to form a new coalition with all biracials. Like, if you love your black race and your black heritage, can't nobody tell African me I'm heritage. not going on the side. That's what I'm saying. Where am I supposed to go? No, where, I feel, where I feel like going black. But, pe- like, but people really try it though. Like, I I yeah, see it all the time. People tell me your your mom's white, so you can't speak on black issues, and they don't know how active I've been in my community since I was 18 who years old you? in the black okay, student alliance. That's what I'm saying. That does not get to me because I'm like, who are you to say that I can't shut the hell up? Like, I don't. Why are you even talking to me? Like, that's a, you can't, who are you? <laughs> like, get out of here. People oh, are crazy I, I don't trying listen, to get rules. I, I don't yeah, listen to them, but I, I don't, Block. I don't take it in, but I hear them. I hear them. I'm, like, wow, why, why are you so adamant? Because if you really do your bloodline, you will find some white in your bloodline. If you are, if your family was hearing more descendants of slaves, because that slave master was in all of our great, great grandmother's rooms. Gotta I, mean, say, well, I remember when I was in high school, they made us read Huckleberry Finn. It was like a racist-ass teacher. And I was like, I'm not reading that. And she was trying to make us read it, like, out loud. And obviously, it says the N-word, like, 200-something times in that book. And it shouldn't even been read. So I made a big deal about it. Like, I went to the principal. Like, I had, like, the little board things. Like, I was like, no, we're not reading this. Like, I don't care. Nobody's reading it. And um, when I came back in the classroom, they told her that we couldn't read it. And we had to pick, she had to pick another book. So she was pissed, right? So we all come into class or whatever. And she was like, I don't even know why you care. You're not even black. And she thought like, yeah, this white woman said this to me. And I just laughed at her face because like, it was just so ignorant. And it's like, all right, knowing that I have my mother, my black mother come up here and whoop your ass. But I was just like, you know what? I'm not even going to say nothing. Why that very next day she got into a car accident and she had black around her mouth. Like it looked like a bruise. Right. So I came in and I was like, oh, my God, what's around your mouth? <laughs> so she black she's now. Like, she was like, I got into a car accident. I was like, well, that looks really black. <laughs> she was so mad. And when I tell you. That's the ignorance that came back and got her ass and hit her and smacked her right in the face. So when you want to tell somebody what they want to be, just remember that you can be gone. Okay, like mind your business. 
It's so funny how karma works. I had a really prejudiced aunt that did not like my mom and was very prejudiced against me. Like, it showed colorism towards me. I remember looking at um, Ebony or Essence magazine when I was a little girl and it was like a beautiful black girl on the cover. She was a bride. And I was like, oh, she's so pretty. And my aunt comes up behind me. She goes, well, maybe you'll get cute one day when you finally get some color. Oh and I was like, damn, I'm, I'm 10, right? I'm 10. So anyways, guess how her karma came? She got vitiligo. It started with her hands. They started turning white, spotty, and then it got to her face. And she couldn't go anywhere without putting complete no, pancake music. She's color. dead now. But she could not leave. The thing that she hated the most, she became. And you got to be careful with that. But That's I like you, L'Oreal, as a young, young little activist. L'Oreal Luther King, I'm going to call you from now on. <laughs> no, nah, they really used to, all my friends, they used to be like, yo, you like a Black Panther. It just, I don't know, I always, and I think it you was- You a light-skinned Black Panther. Yeah, it was because my whole family, you know, my whole family brown skin for the most part. And it did used to be the, oh, you look like you're adopted and da 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 So, yeah, you probably do got a chip on your shoulder and probably go a little harder- for your people so that you, you know, it's more like, nah, these my people too. Like, I'm just proud. Well, if but, you look um, at most of the people in history that have been historical in fighting and, and, and for civil rights, it's been a lot of biracial black people. Barack Obama, Malcolm mm-hmm. X, there's a lot of people that have white in their yeah. family and they, we should not take away their blackness because they still made major contributions to the culture. So stop it, yeah. people. Leave I us mean, long. Malcolm X had red hair, like me. All right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. So let's talk about hot topics. Bill Murray and Khalees are a couple, is what they're saying out there. They were spotted together publicly. And why else would they be together? Maybe a film? Well, Khalees is 43. He's 72. And it said that they got close because they were both grieving the loss of their spouses. So, um, you know, it looks like old white dudes are winning out here because Al Pacino, he also just had a baby with his 29-year-old girlfriend. He's 82. She's pretty, too. And Robert De Niro also had a baby at 79 with his 45-year-old partner. I thought he was married to a black woman. What happened to that lady? Oh, they got a... It was an ugly divorce they had a few years ago. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Ooh, Is it I over this woman? Old, this young no, no, woman? I think it's been a, it's been a while. Oh. I can't do... Old, that. That's too many years for me. I, I, I have a fear of long... <laughs> well, Khalees also said she's not addressing these rumors, though. So, do you think it's Cap? I don't know, because Khalees is like kind of eclectic. I, I was going to say like, the same. She goes by the beat of a different drum, so she might be like, you know what? I done tried over here with the brothers, did not work for me, 
And I yeah. hear a lot of women saying this now, which I'm I'm still trying to keep hope alive by the tip of my fingernails. I'm still holding on. I'm trying, trying to hang on. Like, I'm still trying to get, have faith in you, brothers. But she probably was like, you know what? F it. I'm going to try something else. Huh, Bill Murray, though. Maybe he makes her laugh. He's funny. Was Groundhog Day his his movie? That's Chevy Chase, right? I remember I Larger Than Life with the elephant. That's it. Bill Murray. I feel like he low-key a legend, but like I can't think of not one movie. Oh, Ghostbusters. Right. Oh, okay. Ghostbusters. Okay. I'm trying That's to look it. him up right now. He wasn't Groundhog yeah. Day. Now I like that. I like that. He movie. got that old white money. He, it ain't going nowhere. He ain't buying Why? like big chains and stuff like that. Huh? 180 million? What has he done? That's how much Zion Williamson is getting. No way. <laughs> He's born in 1950. He's 6'2". That's mad. Oh, 72? There's this like really, really major old white producer that did some of the biggest movies of all time that has a crush. Like he saw me on a show and like reached out to my people and was like, I have a project for you, but it never worked out, of course. And I just, I can't go there. I wish I could, but I can't. No, I do. I've, and I've, there's a few of my homegirls that I've seen that have been in a similar situation where it's like an old white exec that's like filthy rich and they're like, I can't do it. And like, I'm like, they must know better than the kind of me because it's not even a thought. Like, I wouldn't even I, consider thinking about it. <laughs> money's not enough for me. I got to be sexually attracted to you. I want to kiss your mouth. I want to feel your skin yeah. on me. I want to be, be okay with your breath and That's your, how your, I your, am. your body. I, I need, like, skin. The, the skin on skin got to feel subtle, subtle, Same. subtle. I mean, I Imagine the touching a wrinkle body. Like, I'm cool on that. Don't anyway, Wendy Williams, too. let's talk about her. She got a wrinkle. <laughs> Her son, Kevin Hunter Jr., he's talking about his struggles with the courts while trying to take care of his mom, according to Bossup. The judge threatened me with arrest and said I'd be held in contempt if I didn't bring her back to New York. So apparently he tried to get her up out of there. And uh, he said that he is appointed guardianship and the judge overseeing the case said that Kevin Hunter Jr. will be held in kidnapping charges if he did not return his mother to New York after trying to care for his mother in Florida. Do you think, because he's like, uh, somebody needs to help his mother. Because that was the original report that was put out there. And I know they asked me about it, child. And I was like, you, okay? You're the adult now, Kevin Jr. You can't be leaning on mama and leaning on, figure out how to help your mother. Because when you become of age and you see your mother is struggling and she has nobody, the person that she took care of his whole entire life, you, figure out how to help your mother. I don't want to hear the judge said he's going to throw, throw me in jail then. Because we're talking about my mother. Let me tell you something about my mother. Okay. I don't know how these people treat their mamas, Claudia, but I don't play about my mama. Throw me in jail. If I got to do something to do with my mama, put me in jail. If mm-hmm. I'm saving her, her life. Yeah. And it seems like Wendy has had a life of people taking advantage of her, including uh, everybody in her family very close to her. And I was watching a clip of her on the plane ride here. And I was like, damn, she was so good at what she did. And she was so quick and mentally sharp. And to see this demise and to see how it all turned out, like having her money tied up by Wells Fargo and frozen, the the Kevin Hunter thing, having a baby on her. And I think that's what drove her over the edge, losing her family, her mom. Like, I, I feel so bad for her. And I hope her son steps up, steps up. It's it's officially your job now, Kevin Hunter Jr. It's your job. Yeah, you're acting like your your father's child. Like you gotta, you gotta come on. You gotta be quicker than this. 
like these excuses and him going to the social media. Figure it out. Go to your family. Yeah. Your family's well educated. Like I've met Wendy's sisters before. Sister, I know the brother and her got something going on right now, but like her parents, you know, I know one of them passed away, her mother, I believe, but they were very well educated and definitely passed that on to their kids. So mm -hmm. something got to give. It's you, yeah. Kevin. It's your job. I'm praying for Wendy. I know people be sitting here like, I mean, at one point, yes, we all laughed and whatever the case, even when I spoke to her towards the end of her career, it was like, you didn't know whether she was serious because she gets mean. She gets mean mm -hmm. and she got mean. And maybe it was because of what well, she was Well, dementia will make it be like that. That's what I'm saying. But then she would be nice. So it's like, I get why some people feel a way towards her because maybe she was mean to them when she wasn't in her you know right state but that don't mean you just wish bad and death and pain and hurt and sickness on somebody you don't do that I want to call out some hypocrisy real quick the people that are that comment every day on social media like on boss up or media takeout or on Hollywood unlocked or the Jasmine brand the people that be in the comments they so I've seen people celebrating like, well, that's what she gets because she was mean to she talked about everybody. But the people in the comments say way worse stuff than the meanest people. They're the meanest people ever. The meanest so it's people. A, it's, so I'm like, it's I, don't see I don't see justifying her downfall because she talks about people for a living that y'all used to eat up and buy and watch to now being like somehow finding taking comfort in that, that this is somehow her karma. She her job was to speak on celebrity news and people loved it when they loved it. And then they turn yeah. her. I think that's messed up. No, but that's okay because them speaking that nasty stuff will be their karma. And yeah. um, we already know that that comes back and you can't run from it. So while you're thinking you could be mean and nasty to people online and nobody will ever find out, you're wondering why you're sitting in your hospital bed alone when you're damn 45 years old and you have the damn insides of an 89 year old because you don't take care of yourself then and you're by yourself, then you'll see why. Uh, you're listening to the Unjust Around podcast, right? Um, <laughs> we're going to get out of here. We are going to catch y'all up with the DMs next week. But make sure y'all rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Right, Claudia? Where can they follow you? They can follow me at Claudia Jordan. And I definitely respond back. And please, you dirty, old, rich white men, get in my DMs to leave me a good DM <laughs> so I can be entertaining next week and I can read some good stuff and share with my dear friend, L'Oreal. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, I have a good one. Don't you worry. Y'all can follow me at Starring L'Oreal. S-T-A-R-R-I-N-G-L-O-R-E-L. We're going to put our clothes back on. Okay, let me zip. Oh, okay, zip it up there, Claudia. That's her Macy. Yeah, I like it. I've it goes seen. into a turtle deck. That's real cute. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unjust Around podcast. And be sure to check out all of our shows on the Urban One Podcast Network.